You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to another Astros podcast. Spring is in the air, and the Astros pitchers and catchers are scheduled to report to their new spring training home in West Palm Beach, Florida, February 14th. And on February 7th, the team hosted their annual Astros Media Luncheon, where manager A.J. Hinch and general manager Jeff Luno formally addressed the media one last time from Minute Maid Park prior to the beginning of spring training. Here's Astros skipper A.J. Hinch. You know, I'm excited about the year, and I know it was, it was really cool for the city of Houston to host so many people in the last week for the Super Bowl. And, and you know, I, I know the Rangers are involved now in looking for Brady's jersey, and they can keep their asses out of our building because nobody from the Astros took the jersey. We'll see them in May, uh, and we got a new team for them. So there's a free soundbite for the day. Um, you know, I, I'm excited about the additions that we made, and I love our team. And we're going to be pretty bullish about our team because we have a good team. Now, we've got to go out and earn it, like, like, like we say, but we have a ton of optimism for all the right reasons. Now, we've got to get out and go prove it. We've got to go out and, and solve the team to the north and the team to our west and the teams to our east because times have changed around here a little bit. This is my third year, and we've played exactly two games that are insignificant. And when you put that in perspective, and we talk about 84-win season being a, a, a disappointment or not making the playoffs being a disappointment, uh, my how things have changed for the better. Uh, and we welcome that. Like, bring it. Bring, bring it. bring your cameras out. Bring your, bring your recorders out. Try to hold your phones to the side so I can see your face when you record. But, but bring, it, bring it to us and, and put that kind of pressure on us because we have a good team. Now, we're going to do all the work to, to, to prepare to make this a special season for us, to make this a special season for our fans, and ultimately play as long as we can. So we have personality. You know, right before this, I saw Bregman and McCann FaceTiming. That's a true story in a Major League Clubhouse in, in February. I've seen, you know, I've seen Springer lose at pool. I've seen Keuchel catch a touchdown pass. I've seen Gaddis get married. Um, we've had, a, had an eventful offseason as a group. And these guys that we added, Reddick, McCann, Beltron, Ioki, Morton, do nothing but add ingredients for us to build a championship caliber team. Now, what, what has this offseason got us? It's gotten us an opportunity. And at the end of the season, you know, I like to talk about last year or the year before too often, but I'll tell you a quick little thing in Anaheim at the end of the season. I asked our team, when we show up in February, are we going to be interested in being good or are we going to be committed? Because if we're committed, it won't matter that McCann's going to hit eighth for the first time in his career. Or it won't matter that somebody's going to be the long man in the bullpen. Or it won't matter that somebody's going to sit next to me uh, and wait for a pinch hit opportunity. Or it won't matter who's going to close. And I can't wait for that question. Um, but, but I will tell you what, what, will, what will matter when you're interested and take it to the next level and be committed, great things can happen. The veteran leadership that we added this offseason will be good. But don't disrespect the people we're bringing back and the leadership that they provided over, over their times here. Health is going to be key. You know, I mean, it will also knock on wood. I want everybody to knock on wood when Jeff said we're healthy, because I did. But if we're healthy, we certainly have the, the depth to be, to be an interesting team. You know, when I, when I show up at the ballpark in the offseason, I see Correa, I see Marwin, I see Altuve, I see Bregman. I've seen Brady Rogers here. A.J. Reed's been around. When I go to Puerto Rico and I see Altuve visit in Beltran, you know, when I go up to, to Gaddis's wedding and I see some teammates that are there, 
you start to realize that we have a special team to cover. So in, in advance, I'd like to thank you for the attention that you guys put on us. And we hope to earn that, earn that trust, earn the respect, uh, earn the enjoyment for you guys to do your jobs to, to cover us doing our jobs. Um, it takes a complete season to get us to the promised land, right? Last April, uh, I understand what 7 and 17 feels like. I appreciate the reminder. Um, and we're going to be better. Uh, we have to be better because a six-month season, take, you know, we had five, four winning seasons, or four winning months, one losing month, uh, or maybe two losing months, uh, and it wasn't good enough. Uh, the previous year, we had a lot of winning, winning months. But come along for the ride. You know, to the fans, you know, we're going to be an exciting team to watch. Um, you know, there's going to be some dilemmas. Uh, I know everyone's going to have an opinion on the batting order, and I will probably use uh, 150 or more, so get ready for that. I know everyone's going to want to know who the closer is, and someone will close every game that we win. Might even be the starter. Never know. But, but the bottom line is this, this group of players, when I stand in front of them in a week or so, will be committed to bringing a championship to this city. The fans deserve it. The people in the surrounding communities deserve it. Our players deserve it. But we've got to go earn it. We've got to go make sure that we do our part on the field to play winning baseball. Uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to the challenge. I appreciate you guys for covering the ups and the downs. There'll be some, there'll be some of both. Uh, but at the end of the day, if we do our part, we'll have a team that's, that's, that's standing at the end, being very proud of, of the way we played. So with that, thank you. I appreciate uh, you guys coming uh, on behalf of our team uh, and look forward to seeing you guys down in West Palm and uh, we'll work on our tans together. On Tuesday, February 7th, Astros general manager Jeff Luno also addressed the media and summarized his team's off-season moves at the annual media luncheon in Houston. Our off-season really started with the acquisition of Yulieski Gurriel, Yuli Gurriel, in, in August of last year. We looked ahead at the off-season who was going to be free agents. We knew we were going to need some offensive help, and he was available in the middle of the season. We were fortunate enough to have support from ownership to go after him and offer a, a, a pretty sizable contract and get him signed. And he had a nice debut. I don't think we know exactly what kind of player he's going to be yet because we haven't seen him come into camp after a normal offseason and, and start with us from the beginning. Um, I think there's a lot of upside uh, in Yuli. There's a reason why he was one of the best players in Cuba for a, for a decade, and I think we're going to see that this year. We claimed this was a move that wasn't really talked about a ton, but claiming Nori Aoki off of waivers I think is, is going to be, uh, at the end of the day, one of the important moves that we made this offseason. Um, this is a player that has a different style of play, and a lot's been written about the last five years, the feast or famine offense that we've been putting out there, and, and to a certain extent, the league has moved in that direction, but we're now moving in a little bit of an opposite direction as our players come up. Uh, they've been taught to play uh, a little bit more contact, and guys like Aoki that have a, a on-base contact approach are going to really uh, lengthen our lineup so that we don't suffer these issues of maybe the last three or four guys in the lineup not being able to deliver with guys on base. So um, Aoki, nice pickup for us. We then signed Charlie Morton. We had Charlie Morton identified early in the offseason as a high-priority pitcher that we wanted to pursue. Uh, we knew that he had had some injury issues in his past, but we also felt very comfortable that when he is healthy and pitching, he is a very strong contributor and can be a big part of our team this year. So uh, we feel good about his status, and we think he's going to be an important part of our rotation. For catching, Gaddis did a great job for us last year, no doubt. 
and, and once it became clear that Castro was probably not going to uh, come back to us, uh, we really ratcheted up our efforts to uh, bring in Brian McCann. We had been talking to the Yankees for a while. And for us, it probably the best fit. Uh, fortunately, he had a no-trade clause, and, and he was able to uh, allow the Yankees to trade him here. Uh, he likes what he saw here. He, he uh, has a relationship with AJ, and he wants to win. And so we had all the fundamentals in place to attract him. Uh, being a left-handed hitter, a good defensive catcher, um, and really all-around good clubhouse leader, I think he's going to be a, a terrific addition. Josh Reddick is a player we had identified mid-last season as someone we knew was going to be a free agent and we were going to, uh, would, would potentially be a good fit with us, left-handed hitting outfielder. We'd seen a lot of him in his days with Oakland. Uh, we had talked a little bit about trying to acquire him during the trade deadline, but once he went to Los Angeles, we knew there was not going to be draft pick compensation associated with him, so he kind of went up our list, um, and we were able to get a deal done by being aggressive early in the offseason with him. And then Carlos Beltran was our last big move, and really that was a, uh, Carlos didn't have to sign anywhere. Uh, yeah, he could have signed anywhere. Um, he, it was his choice, essentially. Several teams were pursuing him, and, and he wanted to be a place where he felt was a good fit for him. So a lot of that was less about the money and more about the relationship, and, and AJ did a terrific job of, of trying to convince him to come here, and ultimately uh, we got that done. So that's a lot, and I got to give our ownership group a round of applause for allowing us the resources to go after that many players. When you have you know, a young group, a core like we have, it would have been perfectly fine for them to say, you, you got a good young core, you should have a good team, um, you, know, you don't need to go out and spend a lot of money. But we did, we made those investments, and we feel like that sets us up very well for the next four to five years. Um, not only that, we maintained the medium and long-term health of this organization. And I know that's something that um, doesn't necessarily become a priority for fans or the media in the short term. And it's hard to, uh, it's easy to lose sight of that. But for us, we came out of this offseason with our first round draft pick intact. We came out of this offseason with most of our top 10, top 20 prospects intact. And in my opinion, and in the opinion of a lot of the uh, pundits, we have uh, one of the top farm systems in all of baseball. So to be in a position right now where we are looking good for this year, we've got a good young core players that can be around, and we have a good farm system is an enviable position and one that I'm really happy we're in because we're going to need it. Whether we're going to need it by bringing up players mid-season to help us out, uh, to fill in for injuries, players that are having great seasons in AA and AAA, or whether we're going to need it in June, July, to go out and acquire players that we think we need for a playoff push uh, and to do well in the playoffs, it's there. And it's an incredibly valuable resource, and we've seen other teams uh, use it uh, at the right time, and, and we will use it at the right time to improve our team. We have the depth to survive a few bumps along the road. And I know a lot's been written about us acquiring more, more pitchers, uh, but we have essentially at least six starting pitchers combining, com competing for five spots, and we have five or six guys behind them. Any one of them steps up in spring training, they could easily make our team, and we're going to have three or four of them in AAA ready to back us up. So the biggest vulnerability I think any team faces, including ourselves, is uh, starting pitching health and keeping the guys out there and getting you through five, six innings of every game with a chance to win. Our offense is probably going to put up enough runs where if our starting pitchers stay out there, 
six innings a game, we should be, we should be okay. Um, I do believe our bullpen is going to be a strength again this year for the, uh, for the third time. The, the final part is really about our offense. You know, last year when we got off to that bad start, we didn't have a whole lot of choices as far as switching players in the lineup. I mean, you know, AJ did his best. Everybody did their best to try and tinker with the lineup to give guys different looks. But, you know, we had to keep running guys out there. And, and this year, I think we've got enough weapons, enough righties and lefties and different types of hitters and people that play different positions that we're going to be able to mix and match. And it will, it will prevent us from going into a, any sort of prolonged slump, I hope. Obviously, we've got to play the games. But that sort of flexibility, having there's going to be three players on the bench every night that really feel like they deserve and in, on other teams would be in the starting lineup. Those are good weapons to have because if we if someone goes through an early season slump, uh, you know they don't have to play every day. So, I think that's going to be a big part of it. And the other big part of it is the veteran leadership that we've acquired and is now in the clubhouse between Beltran and, and McCann and Raddick. Um, these are guys that have been through the, the highs and the lows of a season. And even though our our young group, Carlos and Springer and Altuve, they now been together for a few years and they've experienced highs and lows it's it's just a, a real positive to have other guys in the clubhouse who can talk you through it who can give you strategies on how to come out of a slump all that so um, i think that that's where the veteran leadership is really going to uh, manifest itself is is helping us avoid any prolonged slumps and if heck if we can avoid uh, getting off to a bad start like we did last year um, I think I think chances are good that we're going to be seeing baseball in October. Astroline, Astroline, the official off-season hot stove show for your Houston Astros. We have Jeff Luno here in the heat of hot stove. Listen in as Steve Sparks and Robert Ford host an hour-long show. I'm joined tonight by someone who really doesn't need any introduction. With your favorite Astros of today and yesterday. Left-handed pitcher Dallas Keuchel. Carlos Correa. George Springer. Let's give a warm Astroline welcome to Lance. Berkman. Astroline, right here on the Houston Astros Radio Network.